<laughs> if you already know Drake or you already been on Drake's TikTok or his lives or his Sunday Zooms, which will be once a month now. <laughs> Did you know? Now you know. <laughs> you know whose voice this is. It's Shan from She Gets It Pod. So while you're listening to Everything Culture with an A, not a die, check out She Gets It pod all right i know i'm the one with the little boo me on there that's me all right new season new season 22 giving y'all encouragement motivation and a real insight in the things that i think about on a daily but i'm saying them out loud to y'all so check me out on she gets a pod on your favorite podcast app and also find me and the rest of my podcast on shambypodden.com. Now, I hope you're enjoying this show with everything culture. Hey, Drake. I'll let you have your mic back now. Bye. So, like, it wouldn't really stick. Like, she would put me on punishment, and then I would get on here with a sob story as to why I really feel like I can plead my case as to why I shouldn't be on punishment, and nine times I've seen it work, and I came off of punishment. Um, it was hard because I was a sour patch kid, too. Because I could be sweet as pie, but I can be your worst nightmare. So I think my mama struggled with that because she knew, I knew when I was wrong. I knew when I was wrong. I apologized. And then it was kind of like, okay, well, dang, whatever. She would give in. Um, I wouldn't say that she was overboard. Now, however, I love my Aunt Anki to death. But that was the overboard. That was the uh, overboard <laughs> disciplinary in the house. Mm. You would get hemmed up if you just breathe too hard around our ankle. So, and growing up in a household with her for six to seven years, mm-hmm. it was crucial. The joy of children laughing These are makings of you It is true The makings of you What's up, good people? How y'all doing? It's your host, Mr. D713, or Drake, with Everything Culture, back with another great episode of The Makings of You. And tonight, this morning, this afternoon, this evening, you know what it is. We have my niece, my cousin, my family, my love, my um, sweet one, Shayla Bagsby. What's up, Shayla? How you doing? Hi, everybody. Well, welcome to the show. Um... This is your first time on, of course, because you're in the makings of you. But have you listened to the makings of you before? I have. I've listened to a few of them. I learned a lot of family history. Listen to Tell me about it. I Man, did. If you could hear the one the stuff that I cut out. But anyway. <laughs> I can only imagine. But hey, that's what we do it for. I really do it for us, you know. Um, of course, as far as guests, they get the privilege of learning a little bit more about our family and my, our culture, um, where we come from. But this is for us, man. I'm like, I look forward to the days where we can have Brooklyn and um, Kaylani and, you know, Jasmine and the rather young ones listen to back to our family members and things. I think there's something we can cherish. But tonight, right now, we're talking about you. So, yes. Shayla. Yes, sir. How would you describe your culture? My culture? Um, I would say um, in the African-American community, um, in my generation, I was talking to somebody and I would like to say that we are the uh, bringing back the Black Wall Street. Mm. Um, I have seen my culture, my generation with thriving in their own businesses, Black owned business. Um, my culture side, my family is very close knit, loving, nurturing. Um, yeah, that's pretty much. Okay. Okay. Love it. Love it. How would you describe yourself? Um, passionate. Um, I'm very passionate about anything that I do or anything that I'm involved in or a part of, or that's a part of me. Um, Family, friends, work, my business, anything. My child, I'm very passionate about. Um, hard worker. I've always been a hard worker. Um, I would say intelligent. Um, 
Mm, a go getter, for sure. Okay, well, I like that. I'll agree to much of that. I sure will. I sure will. What do you identify as? I identify as an African American heterosexual female. All right, all right. What's your sign? Aquarius. We the best. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. You know. Yeah, like, there's no wrong answers. This is the makers of you. So I'm going to keep it going. Hey, you feel how you want to feel. Okay. How would you define your childhood and your upbringing? Ooh. Um, it was, it was, it was good. Considering some of my friends around me, um, I grew up for the most part in a two home, uh, two parent household. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom and dad have been together since high school. Um, they still are together. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a period of time where my father was not in the home. Um, and at that time it was me, my aunts and all my cousins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my house. Um, but even then, like, yeah, it was what five of us in one bedroom with two beds, mm-hmm. but it was the big, ever like we stayed up late at night playing on people's phones like that was the best you know growing up in a um, household with all your cousins my first cousins those are my best friends um I was very smart in school but I got in trouble a lot at school very mouthy uh still very mouthy Mm -hmm. (laughs) but my mom my cousins would say I was the spoiled cousin my mom let me get my way um I would think that my little cousin, who I'm not going to call by name, is probably definitely was the spoiled cousin. She's the only child. I was the only child for 15 years. My parents decided to give me a sibling. I don't know why, but they gave me a sibling after 13 long years of being by myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and even then, my little brother is like my baby. I was in high school. We're going into high school. When he was born. So I helped raise him pretty much. He's the reason why I didn't have a kid till I was 24. Uh, cause he kind of stole my little teenage years from me. So, but it, it showed me responsibility, discipline at an early age. Um, I had a pretty decent, I would say, I think I had a great childhood. Love it. Love it. Okay. Okay. I love this perspective of yours. And once again, y'all, this is the makings of Shayla. Thank y'all for joining us. Okay. And we're about to get into our next question. And that is what was the roles of your parents coming up? Um, my, I would say my parents did 50-50 in most things. Um, my dad, of course, he's still a man. He's still a provider. Um, my mom did go to work. She still goes to work. My dad still goes to work. Um, and I always mess with my mom because she say, me and your daddy don't have money issues. We don't have them kind of problems. I pay my bills, he pay his bills, and we don't worry about what each other got in our bank account. Um, and I think that worked for them very well. Um, my mom, she's not a big cooker. She can cook, but she don't like to cook. Uh, but she made sure we ate dinner every night, whether it was takeout, drive-through, whatever. We ate every night. So she did make sure that. Um, she cooked I mean, when she did. She cleaned, you know. Took me to school, picked me up from school. If I didn't ride the school bus, my dad pretty much being a man of the house. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll rock with it, rock with it. So, you already mentioned you have a, you have one sibling? I actually have one sibling that I share the same mom and dad with, and then I have a half sibling that I share with uh, just my dad. Okay, okay. Um, and you, and you where, where do you fall in the ranks? I'm the middle. I'm the middle yeah. baby. Okay. Uh, my is exactly 10 months older than me. Okay, okay. Uh, and my little brother, like I said, he's 14 years younger than me. Mm, Lord. Yes, he is. Um, what chores did you have coming up in the household? Uh, well, it depends on who house I was at. Because if I was at Brenda K house, we did everything. Mm. Uh, when I was mm. at my mom, <laughs> I mean, when I say everything, like, I taking the seat off her kitchen floor with our bare hands uh, and, like, butter knives. And I recall telling my granny, like, I don't think that we supposed to be doing this with knives and stuff in the kitchen, granny, breaking up the, the cement tiles and stuff in the floor with kitchen knives. But, so... We, people don't believe me when I be telling people that. You know that, like, I be like, man, 
Oh, and, and, and description. Let me know. Cause you you calling Brenda K like everything gravy. You know, I'm hey, this is your thing. You know, if I need to edit that out, it's <laughs> oh no, my granny know I love her and I respect her, but that is Brenda K. <laughs> and she will work like a Hebrew slave in the house and still at the age of almost 30. I got some work for you to down here. When you gonna come down here, I got some stuff for you to do. I got some stuff for you to do, you know, yeah. so trust and me. You're moving a refrigerator at 3 a.m. in the morning. And that is no exaggeration. Y'all, y'all need that's why y'all got listed my family here. Y'all ain't, I don't be lying to y'all when I be telling you this stuff. I'm sorry. Y'all go ahead. You go ahead, Shay. Go ahead. No, he's not. No, for real. So morning, summertime, I went to my grandmother's house. Mowed the yard, this half acre, almost probably close to an acre, mm-hmm. probably a uh, yard. We raked the leaves, water grass, took the trash out, uh, cleaned my room, washed dishes. Um, when we were growing up, me and all my cousins grew up, we rotated chores. So if it was my night to do the dishes, it might be somebody night to clean the bedroom, somebody night to clean the bathroom, somebody night to vacuum and sweep floors. Um, and we just kind of rotated them. We had a calendar. We did try to cut corners and somebody be like, you didn't really sweep the floor yesterday because, look, it's a piece of bread on the floor from yesterday. We didn't even eat bread today, so you didn't sweep kind of thing. But um, we pretty much split chores. I'm not going to, like I said, I was a spoiled kid, so still to this day, my mama cleaned my room for the most part. Yeah. She, yeah. <laughs> Y'all better appreciate that, man. For real, for I real. do. I really, I really do. Okay. I really do. All right. Where do you consider home? Fort Worth, Texas. Fort Worth, Funky Town, Texas. Okay. okay. Funky Town. I've only lived, I've born, raised, I have only lived in one other city, two other cities, Mansfield, Texas, and Dallas, Texas. I stayed in Dallas for four months, um, and I stayed in Mansfield for, I think we stayed like two or three years. Other than that, Fort Worth, Texas, Murderworth, Funky Town, it's my I'm city. Happy. I'm about to get you to travel, Mom. I'm about to pull you out of that for a little bit. We ain't, okay, but that, 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 we ain't even talking about that right now. We ain't talking about that right now. Okay, okay. How were you disciplined growing up? Ooh, I got whoopings. Mm. I got beat downs. My mama, she said she slapped me open-handed, but I could have sworn she hit me with a closed fist. <laughs> and I tell people that all the time. Don't let the sweet look fool you. She will knock your lights out. Um, I ain't gonna put that libel on my sister. Once again, this is your story. This is your experience. Um, yeah, I got punished. I got put on punishment when I got a little older. Did you ever feel like you deserved it? Did you feel like it was necessary? Did you feel like it was out of hand or anything like that? I do feel like my mom, but my mom is like, what's the word? She ain't. This gonna be on. You gonna broadcast this? She ain't got a real backbone. What did he say? So, like, it wouldn't really stick. Like, she would put me on punishment, and then I would go on here with a sob story as to why I really feel like I can plead my case as to why I shouldn't be on punishment. And nine times I've seen it work, and I came off of punishment. Um, it was hard because I was a sour patch kid, too. Because I could be sweet as pie, but I can be your worst nightmare. So I think my mama struggled with that because she knew... I knew when I was wrong. I knew when I was wrong. I apologized. And then it was kind of like, okay, well, dang, whatever. She would give in. Um, I wouldn't say that she was overboard. Now, however, I love my Aunt Anki to death. But that was the overboard. That was the uh, overboard <laughs> disciplinary year in the house. Mm. You would get hemmed up if you just breathe too hard around Aunt Anki. So, and growing up in the household with her for six to seven years, Mm-hmm. It was crucial. I think she whooped me hard, the hardest and the most, more than my mama did. Mm. Okay, okay. I'm learning this. I, like, I'm enjoying this perspective of <laughs> life right here. I'm absolutely enjoying this. I can't wait till they listen. To- <laughs> this is. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, what were and what are your beliefs? Um. Honestly, growing up, I grew up in a church, um, Great, uh, Great Commission Baptist Church in Fort Worth uh, with my mom. She was a member. I was a young member. Um, once I got older, I started going to church with my Yankee, and I went to Greater True Light Baptist Church. I was a part of the youth praise team, dance team, choir, 
um, everything um, at church. I was very active. Once I got older, I'm not going to lie, I kind of steered away or pulled away. Um, I believe in a higher power. Um, I pray. Um, okay, okay. Listen, once again, opening and this is the makers of Shayla. You know, what you share with us is what we get and we love it. Okay. If right now in life, if you could recommend a movie, a book, and a TV show, what would you recommend? Ooh. Mm. Movie. Let me start with a movie. Hmm. That's not. Um. <laughs> so TV wise, I, I like. I am a killer. Don't judge me. I'm a killer. <laughs> is that on the ID channel or something? Probably is, but I watch it on Netflix. It's a Netflix series, I think. It's a Netflix series. Okay. It's like a documentary where they go and talk to prisoners. But and I and the only reason why I like it is because I work in a psychiatric hospital. I'm a mm-hmm. psychiatric technician. Um and sitting and talking to some of these, I work with adolescents that are in CPS custody. Mm-hmm. Um, so working with those children, you kind of hear some stories, you see some stuff, and you mm-hmm. can read on a chart and you're like oh my god they're this bad person but when you sit and you talk to them about their story and you find out why they are the way they are and the things the trauma that they have endured and they only know how to do those things because they've only been raised in chaotic environments and it's Mm -hmm. a repeating cycle um i kind of become intrigued because i actually have had two or three patients that have went on and done great things and I've had some that I've seen on the news mm-hmm. um and I'm kind of like that sounds about right you know I'm very into the mind um I eventually want to go to school to be a psychiatrist so that's why I like I am a killer because I like to know why you I like to know why people think and act the way they think and act very interesting and that's why we do the makings of you y'all that's one of the reasons <laughs> Everything you just said right there, you know, just yes. trying to get to know people. We can sit down and have a conversation, you know, perhaps we get to. And you can find out a lot. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Just Most like definitely. That. Yeah. So let's go uh, about. I can't say any recommendations, but I can tell you my favorite movie. <laughs> okay. Well, that's all right with that. <laughs> Straight Outta Compton is one of my favorite movies, and I think it's that and Temptations, and I think both because they're musical kind of movies, and I like music. Um, okay. You talk to you on after She's the same way. Oh, man. She didn't watch The Temptations. I can't tell you how many times until the, um, what's that? Oh, my gosh. I can't think of the name of the group. Um, New Edition movie came out, and she watched the mess out of that. Another good one, after I, I do. Okay. And I actually watch it, and I, I, I sing it, and I don't know what it was. I think I, my mom used to say I was crazy because I would watch the Temptations when I was pregnant with Brooklyn, and I would cry like a baby every time at the same parts when he died at the table in the kitchen. Mm. And my mom be looking at me like, "What is wrong with you?" And I'm like, "That's just so sad." Blue. But I. Mm. Mm. <laughs> What did she when he went to the kitchen to get the cornbread? I can't remember yeah. what. Oh, and he never came out. Mm. Heartbreaking. So I'd be scared to go get cornbread every time. Mm-hmm. I know. Never want to leave the family at the table now. Man. Okay. What's the book you got for us? Hmm. Be honest, I'm not a real big reader. Well, need to get into that. You need to get into that. Need to send you the color purple. I just finished that. Oh my goodness. Did, my grandmother, I think, has the color purple book. Man. When I tell you that it's something else. I love I, the, the the movie is my favorite movie, but the book, oh my goodness. Like it's it's great. I think a lot of black people need to, especially black women, need to read that. I think it'll be extremely helpful. But it's the makings of Shayla. So if you can call three people, no matter who they are, dead, alive, anyone, and just have a conversation with them, who would those three people be? Uh, Mom Gwen, mm-hmm. 
Um, my mom. Uh, I'm probably on Anki. Oh, wow. I live right next to you, too. It's easy to pick. <laughs> That's yeah. love. I love that. Okay. Okay. What has been an impactful moment in your life? Um, becoming a parent, but even more so becoming a single parent. Mm. Um, it was first becoming a parent, and then it was becoming a single parent. It's easier when you got help. And I do have help. I thank God for my parents. Um, but she's still mine. And I have to, you know, and I put my blood, sweat, and tears into being her mom. She has motivated me to be a better person. Um, I'm not the same child I was almost four years ago. Um, it's motivated me to not only... I've always had a job since age 16. That's why I say hard worker. But it has now changed me from an employee mindset to an employer mindset, um, especially within this pandemic. Um, I lost my job. And it just really showed. And it made me push my business even more because, like I was telling my mom, I don't ever want nobody to. I don't ever want Brooklyn to endure the things that I have at a job. Being belittled, being talked down. Um, and you just the number, you just the body at most jobs. And so that having her has shown, made me want to show her that it's more to life than getting up every day. Um, I know so many of us get up every day and we work, 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 work until we dead and gone. And we never get to enjoy the fruits of our labor. Um, so that's really important to me and showing her that you can work hard, but work hard for yourself. I still have a job. I work in a mental health field. Like I say, I actually worked today eight hours. And when I came home, I said, you gave him eight hours. You have to at least give yourself three hours. So I gave myself three hours. Great mindset. Love that. Love that. And you give it. And thank you for giving us a little bit of your time as well. We greatly appreciate it here on Everything Culture. And I think you speaking in the same thing. We got the same mindset on life. And I enjoyed this conversation. I love that. Keep keep pushing on that. You know, we're here to support um, you know, we've been rocking with B Chic for some time, so you keep it moving, keep it moving. Okay. Yes. Okay. If you had a theme song, what would it be? A theme song. When you wake up in the morning and your show start, you know, you putting on your clothes, you stepping out the door, you know, you know. <laughs> What represent uh, what Mo, represent Shayla? It's a Mo three song. Okay, all right, yeah, and it's called Faith. I really like that song by him. Um, it's basically he's saying I won't fold. Mm. I think that's my theme song every day. I wake up a lot of days. Um, I have arthritis, so at a young age, yes. It runs in our family. That's one uh, of the things. You broke your what? Well, you broke both your arms. You broke one of them twice, right? Yes. Not both. Putting your business out both. here, but that's that. <laughs> yes. I broke both arms. I've had my shoulder pulled out of socket. I've broken a big toe. Uh, I broke in my ankle. I've shattered my knee. Like I've done a lot to myself. And I think I'm definitely at the age of 28. I feel like my I tell my mom all the time my body really feels fit. Uh. My back hurts, but I won't fold. I get up every day and I keep pushing. Like I say, I get up at 4.35 in the morning, get up, get me ready, get my baby ready, take her to school. I go to work, get off from work, do my business, get her ready for bed. I get ready for bed. A lot of nights I don't go to sleep till midnight, one o'clock in the morning. I'm back up in three, four hours. Um, And I just keep pushing. And even days that I'm just dog tired, I just say the light at the end of the tunnel and I keep pushing. So I really think that faith by Mo3. Love that, love that. I'm going to go find that one for sure. How do you define joy? Um, joy is something that comes from within. Um, we, a lot of times, I was talking to somebody and it was like, you have to be happy. Nobody can make you happy. And at first I was like, mm, yeah, people can't make you happy. But 
I say that to say I think that sometimes removing people from your life, you can find joy in that. Because <laughs> you find peace sometimes. Because you don't even realize that sometimes people are literally disturbing your peace. Um, joy is something that you can't put a price on. Um, it's something you feel. You can't see it. Well, you can see it if you see smiling, laughing. That's joy. But it's just something you just feel. And a lot of times I think a lot of people don't genuinely have joy. And I for a lot, and I can only say that because for years I didn't have it. Um, and I had to give it to myself. And that was eliminating stress in my life, uh, seeking things that make me happy, um, things that are rewarding for me and my child was me seeking my joy. Love that. Love that show. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for sharing. Um, wow. What privileges do you benefit from? Hmm. Ooh, that's hard. Because as an African-American person, we fight hard for our privileges a lot. Hmm. Um, I think one privilege that I did have was growing up in a two-parent household. That's a privilege for me because... I'm a single parent, but I'm a single parent because I know what a two-parent household is supposed to look like in my generation, just not there. Um, I'm privileged, privileged enough to still be living with my parents. Um, that's a privilege because a lot of kids at my age, at the age of 28, can't. Big facts. <laughs> that's a privilege. Mm-hmm. I can. And I appreciate my parents greatly for that. Um it's a privilege to to have both of your parents still. That's a privilege for me. Because mm-hmm. I know some people who don't. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And once again, y'all listening, this is the makings of Shayla. And we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be back with y'all. Now, if you're looking for the latest for doors, lashes, purses, and other accessories, make sure to check out B Chic Accessories. You can find them on Instagram at B Chic underscore accessories. Okay, you know, we back at it, y'all. We're back with the makings of Shayla. Um, now, our question that we have for you right now, this is like a, this is a little bit layered. If you could be any animal, what animal would you be? That fly on the wall, people always talk about. The fly on the wall. So, okay, okay. That's first. If you could be the fly on the wall with your nosy self, what <laughs> other animal would you be? Um, A lion. A lion. Okay, all right. And if you couldn't be a lion, what would you be after a lion? If you could be a lion or the fly, what would you be? Hmm. A jaguar. Jaguar, okay. Uh, or spotted or uh, uh, black. What black. Jaguar? Okay, basically a black panther. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, for the folks that haven't listened to the Matrix of You, this is a personality test that I picked up, found, perusing TikTok. And <laughs> this represents, it's a Russian personality test. And the first animal that you mentioned is what you want to um what you want people to see you as the second one is what people actually see you as and the third one is what you actually are so you can do whatever you want to do with that you know this is make your mind wonder but i go check for it okay our next question who do you respect i respect mostly everybody until you lose it okay do you know? Uh, do you have an in, in, any individuals that you respect that you can point and name? Um, my grandmother, my mom, you, my aunt Anki. Really? Oh, thanks. We love you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, what are you responsible for? Ooh, this three-year-old kid I got. <laughs> <laughs> I'm responsible for Brooklyn. Um, I'm responsible for myself. Um, I'm responsible for my emotions. I'm responsible for my actions. Um, I'm responsible for my well-being. 
my men- my mental state. Okay. Go ahead. Throw some, put some, make some sense of things. We like it. We love it. There's no wrong answers here, but you, I, I, I'm liking this. I'm liking this. Okay. Who were and who are your role models? My mom. Um, was and still is. Shout out to Shanae. You know, y'all know Shanae. She was a previous guest here on Everything Culture. So we love it. We love it. Okay. If you could start over in life, would you? Yes. Okay. What point? You got a specific time? Mm -hmm. When I graduate from high school? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Would have went. Well, I went to college, but I would have did the right thing. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, and I would have um, pres- pres- got my degree and pursued my career before having a child. Um, it's a bit of a struggle now that I have her, but that role model that I look up to, which is my mom, she has definitely showed me that with uh, two kids and a family, two jobs. You still go to school um, and get your master's degree. So it's doable, but I I know that it's a lot of hurdles for me to have to cross um, in order to do that. So if I could start over at any point, it would be at high school. All right. Love it. High school. Hey, once again, you already said your own mom is doing all this. So no excuses. You can make it happen. Yes. You know, you, you got a support system. So, you know. Let's drop that in for you right there. Okay. How do you relax? Okay. You and your auntie got a lot in common. Got you. Uh, (laughs) When did you realize you were different? Mm, As a kid, probably. Um... I was always the kid, like you. I guess that the fly on the wall kind of thing. That's what we wanted. You say that's what we want people to see us as. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say I liked attention, but I did like attention. Like I didn't like to be put on the spotlight. Let me say that. But I like to stand out. If that makes sense. Um, it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. So. That's when I realized I guess I was different. Um, I don't think like your average probably 28-year-old, I would think, especially as a kid, I didn't. I always thought a little further and a little higher, I think, than my average peer, I should say. Okay, okay, okay. Let's uh, like thank you for sharing. Once again, thank you for sharing. Um can you name three people that you know trust you? Ooh. Brooklyn. Okay. <laughs> okay, she counts, yes. Um, probably my best friend, Sierra. Okay. Um, and my cousin, Dante. Okay. So Brooklyn, Sierra, and Adante. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, thank you, thank you. What is a quote that you live by? Mm. Quote that I live. Live your best life. Whatever that Live your best life, whatever that may be. Okay. You know who 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 made that quote or is that something straight from you? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, it, it didn't come from me. I heard it from somewhere. But I really live like I really live your best life, whatever. And when I say whatever that may be, because your best life is your best life. I might not think it's the best, but it's your best. So live it. 
Absolutely agree. Well, until we find, if I don't find out who said it, it's going to come from you. So that's how we're going to keep it from there. So, <laughs> but once again, it's kind of good. Hey, that's why we do the makings of you. You know, it's nobody else. It's the makings of Shayla Bags. There's no other, nobody else can tell you how your life and your perspective is. This is your time to shine. This is your thing. Okay. So, this, you know, this is my favorite question, y'all. Y'all know what I'm about to ask. Yeah, I hate saying last meal, but it, it just makes so much sense. This is your last meal. This is your meal that you hey, man. I, I'm going to eat whatever I want to eat. I'm going to make it worth it. If the Lord came down and said, hey, I'm going to bless you, whatever you want to eat. And whoever want to cook it for you, who what would it be and who would prepare your meal? Ooh. That's a hard one. Because we got some pretty good cooks in our family. So it would definitely be somebody from our family. It could be uh, more than one. You know, it don't have to be one meal. It's a meal. It's just, you know. I would have an Anki. I would have Uncle Carlos fry me some chicken. I keep hearing about his chicken. I want to check this out. Never had it. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. Uncle Carlos fry my chicken. And Anki make me some cabbage. Okay. Uh, my granny to make me some dressing. Of course. Um, you know who else is a really good cook? Adante. I heard about that too recently. Yeah. So I would have Adante. He really could make me anything, honestly, because he can throw down. But I would probably have him make some mac and cheese. He makes some good mac and cheese. Okay. Um, oh, and I ain't can make my candy yams, my sweet potatoes. Um, and my grandmother to make me some hot water cornbread. Okay, okay. You have cornbread and dressing? Yeah, you you, mm-hmm. yeah, you about to be sitting pretty. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. What is your favorite holiday? Ooh. Um, as a kid, it was Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, now that I'm older, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Adolf, since you threw out two, what was your favorite year for Christmas and what was your favorite year for Thanksgiving? My favorite year for Christmas, I can't remember the exact year, um, but my Aunt Winnie was still living. Mm-hmm. Um, and we still celebrated Christmas at her house. Mm-hmm. Um, and my Uncle Mark bought my Aunt Gwen a Cadillac. Was it that the same year he got everybody to meet coats? Or the yeah. same year he got, was yes. that the same year and everybody yes. went outside to the front? I remember that. Yes. I remember that. Yeah. That was because that was like, he was like, the trick daddy of Christmas when trick daddy pulled up on Thug Holiday and the projects and was like breaking all the kids off with all the all the gifts. It was like that my uncle was that man on Christmas. And I just remember that one because I remember everybody just being genuinely happy. Mm-hmm. And that was before we started losing so much of our loved ones. And our family was still really fairly large. Um so that was that was a that was a Christmas I remember. I'm about to send him something right now since you're speaking of him. Let me go. Tossing a little something. But you're okay. Thanksgiving. What's your favorite Thanksgiving? <sighs> mm, when I discovered dressing was good. It took you a minute for that. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. And still to this day, if my granny or my mama didn't make it, I'm not eating it. Just period. Mm. I'm, oh. I'm very... I just, I don't know. I just be like, mm, it don't look like my granny's and my mama's. I shouldn't try it. I didn't uh-huh. for... Um, and I remember my granny pulling the pan out and forcing me to try it. And I'm like, I don't want that. That looks so, it just didn't look right to me. And I was like. Just to make us a shake. Let me go ahead. Can I? I want it. And uh, it was a texture thing, I think, too, because it was, yeah, just something mm-hmm. mushy and wet. Not in. Do you eat chitlins, though? I do. That's what I said. So don't you eat chitlins? I'm like, that don't make any sense. But okay. I do. I do, and pig's feet. And my mom, me yeah. and my mom was talking about this. She was like, give her something about a texture thing, but you eat pig's feet and chitlins. I was about to say, you eat, like, as a kid, you was eating that stuff. And I was like, yeah. I, I like, everybody think old people eat that. Nah, we got some people in different generations yeah. eat it, too. That ain't an old folks thing. That, that, that's everybody thing. It's, well, yeah. again, but hey, 
Do you boo boo? <laughs> do you? Like, <laughs> like I discovered thank the the year I discovered dressing, it changed Thanksgiving forever for me. Wow. Like I look forward to Thanksgiving just for dressing. Man, I, I ain't even arguing with you about that. That's that same here with it. Same here, same here. Okay, okay. All right, we got our last two questions. Our last two questions. Thank you for riding with me. Are you feeling? You've been feeling good. You, yeah, you knocking out the park. I would say. Well, thank you. I am uh, feeling good. I'm looking. You know, so you got me looking forward to doing the rest of my cousins. You you setting the bar high now. But okay. All right. All right. How would you want people to remember you? Mm-hmm. As a great mother, that would be my number one thing. That's what I live for is my title of mom. Mom is the most important title that I can hold. Um, so I remember me as a great mom. Uh, remember me as a leader. Um, RIP to my god brother. He just passed away. Um, yes. Very yes. Very young, but one thing that I can say is he packed the he packed the church of people. Um, everybody had nothing but positive things to say about him, and I was like, "Well, I hope when I leave here that people can say these things about me." Um, that I was what's the word? Um, I was a good inspiration. To people, um, a good role model. Um, some of my cousins, even some that are older than me, tell me all the time that I'm an inspiration to them. Oh, I'm a role model. Um, they proud of me. They look up to me. Keep pushing and stuff like that. And that makes me feel good. So I want to be remembered as that person. What right. that? You know, we, we you know we'll talk more about that later. We get to that. All right. And this kind of going to everything you're saying right there. What changes are you bringing and what changes you want to see in your culture? Um, the change of I was talking to one of my cousins earlier and I told her we were having a conversation and she was worrying about something. And I was like, bro, where is your faith? Like, where is your faith? Um. So change the culture of being scared. Like, like I tell tell people all the time. I like the worst somebody could tell me is no. So I'm asked. I'ma try. I'ma go after it, whatever that may be, whatever it is. Um change the culture of I think as African American people, we put our we set ourselves back sometimes with our mentality of, oh, because I'm black. Um mm-hmm. Now, I even did it earlier when I was like, oh, well, I don't have really too many advantages because I'm African-American young lady. That's mm-hmm. not true. Because we are one of the most hated but imitated cultures ever. Mm. And we can walk in the room. I can walk in the room and I just intimidate a group of people by my presence. Not Sometimes in a negative matter, but most of the time it's not in a negative matter. A lot of times they're afraid because all it takes is an educated African-American and we can change the culture because we are go-getters. We do work harder because we've always had to work harder. Um, so we're going to always outwork the next man, whether he's white, orange, green, or purple. I feel like that about my culture. We have that work ethics. If we educated ourselves a little more and put that book sense with that hustle, we would be at the top right now for sure, including myself. Okay, cool. Because uh, once again, the uncle about to come out, <laughs> like uh, you know, but you know, hey, I'm glad you recognize it. I I do. Um, I can be a mental health technician forwards and backwards, but I also can sit sit next to my psychiatrist and I can sit and I can have a conversation with him and I can basically give him. All of what he needs to diagnose the patient. Of course, he getting paid for it, but I didn't put in the legwork. So yeah. you you getting paid thousands of dollars just to write on the piece of paper this person is psychotic, but I'm the one that told you she was psychotic. And all I get is the dollars, not thousands. I get the pencil. But hey, I'm putting myself in that box. I know that. And that's why I 
one of my goals is to be able to start for not only for myself, but for when my baby gets older, um, a scholarship. Um, so the young African-American women have no reason not to get an education, especially if they want to go in psychiatry. And I love psychiatry. Well, I love the mental health so much because that's another thing that is really big in my family. Um, that is swept up under the rug. Just is it's, if it's not swept up under the rug, that person takes it up on themselves to themselves to self medicate with other things, not what they need. Um, working in that field, I know that you don't always have to take medication. Sometimes speaking to somebody pays off so much. Mm-hmm, it really helps, um, yeah. and I wouldn't have known that until I start working in the field. Because you told me to go see a therapist, and I'd be like, hang crazy. What you mean I need to go see a therapist? But you don't, because I have one, and I see one, and I don't think I can where I was at with that one. I just had that conversation with a really good friend of mine, and he he blew, everything you just said blew me off, all them tripping, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, boy, you just don't know you're going through it right now. You really are. And and it's not... Once again, you put we put ourselves in boxes, you know, three things, everything, culture, support is Jesus, therapy, counseling and edibles. Whatever you need to do, make that work out. You make it happen. But you got to find something <laughs> that figures out how to and maybe all three. But you find out what's good for you. But I highly we highly recommend therapy, especially being a person of color, especially black here in this day and time. You know, you'd be surprised how effective it can be. So if you have an employer, you check if you have EAP, uh, Employee Assistance Program, utilize mm-hmm. those services. They just dip your toe in. It's free. Check it out. Yeah. Um, I'm in therapy, looking for therapy right now again. You know, it, it's something that's needed. So all these things that we have for resources, let's utilize them. And so we can become stronger, put these resources to make us better. Um, for sure. I agree. I um, like I said, working in the mental health field has changed my. Yeah, oh, it would change you. I'm, I'm, it, I'm, I'm, I'm growth in you right now. You know, and, <laughs> it you know. changed outlook a whole lot, and it also made me res- understand and respect some people a little bit more. Hmm. Um, and I would, you know, like I say, when I say mental health is in our family, like. Rapidly. I mean, I even, because it's funny now that I can say, because I laugh and I tell my patients all the time, my kids, and they be like, Miss Shirley, you just be going off. And I be like, yeah, bro, I'm bipolar like y'all. The only thing is, I'm 28. Ain't no sense in me trying to take medication now. My mama done made me live my whole life being bipolar without medicating myself. I'll be bad. You still need to find treatment for it, though. Whatever you're dealing with. For sure. And you But I can actually feel myself now when I'm having one of them episodes and I can be like, Shirley, you tripping, man. And I and, and I can tell myself, you're going to be cool in 10 minutes. So why wait the 10 minutes to be cool instead of just being cool now? And now that I can recognize when I'm going down that path, it's easier for me to reel myself back in. Um, it used to couldn't be. You know, I'll fly off the handles in a minute. Yeah, we're going to have a comment. Just, once again, if this wasn't making you right now, I'll be, <laughs> oh, Lord, I got stories for y'all. I was like, Lord, oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> You never, you never personally gave me any issues one on one, but uh, other stuff I was like, you know, let me just grab a by show the Lord, let me talk to you real quick, you know. But you know, I'm proud of you. I'm, I thank my mom because it takes a special kind of parent to have me and my brother. Mm -hmm. Um, My brother's bipolar, um, multiple personality disorder, um. I think he, um, I struggle with depression, um, and it's actually bipolar depression is what I suffer from. Yeah. Um, so sometimes I can be extremely happy on top of the world, and then the next minute I can be down in the dumps. Yeah. Don't know. Um, and it's a struggle some days, but again, that little girl that I keep talking about, Brooklyn, she's the reason that I was like, you got to do better and get better for her. Generation, I don't want her to. I work with kids that grew up in toxic environments. 
never want my baby to turn out to be like one of those. And I, you know, I I worked in there for a long time as well. So mm-hmm. I understand. I, I It will change your perspective. And once again, that's one of the reasons I started not only everything culture, but um, doing the makers of you. Because like you said, the sit down conversation, you can really see um, the perspective of people. You know, where the ideologies come from, you know, why do they do the things they do? Why do they love the way who they love and the way they love? Do they understand what love even looks like? Um, All these things are very um, clear to me, but it may not be clear to other people. But at the same time, you know, it's something good. Get to know my guests when they come on. But I'm telling you, what you're doing is important. The work that you're doing is important. Um, not only what you're doing as your business and trying to grow as an entrepreneur within yourself, within the family, trying to build something that you can pass down to someone else. Um, but also the work you're doing in the, you know, the healthcare, the mental health, the child welfare realm is needed as well. Um, I, I still volunteer working with kids in child welfare or, you know, CPS custody here. But, you know, you'd be surprised how effective you are to many people, you know, it, just, it may just be a small conversation and it can linger on for, you know, give some, be kind and give these good words of wisdom to people. You'd be surprised the for change sure. you would make. Like, sure. cause you know, you're 28, you, you grown, you, you ain't the baby no more. You know, I just, well, I, I, the- I, my mentee, my mentee 23 and I'm like, well, you about to be 24, man. I was yeah. like, that's crazy. You know, and, yeah. my, I would say, um, one of the things that I have learned that I I wish that my mom, my mom wouldn't have done was um, she handicapped me, I think, and a lot. I think that's why I still live with her. They make it easy on me. And I know that. She probably know that. But uh, I really- be, see, we're going to bring that up when we do the show with the rest of the cousins and stuff, too. Because we actually had an episode with your mom on there. I don't know if you listened to it. But man, we're gonna continue that conversation because you 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 go see once again. I, I do got, I think out of all my cousins, probably me in London probably got the easiest the easiest route. You don't um, say <laughs> and, and I only say that I only say that because like I say, even London love my little cousin to death. But I think I'm the only one of my cousins that can probably still stay with their parents. And Again. Being grown, well, you know what I'm saying. This is the make. See, we, we have. See, y'all, see, y'all getting y'all getting a little bit of extra. Y'all getting a little bit of extra right here. Only this in. We go ahead. Go ahead. We have because I jumped off the porch at 18. I did, and I stayed out on my own. And you know, the only thing that brought me back home was my baby, because I couldn't. How I was living, paycheck to paycheck, eating oodles and noodles every other night, hot dogs and stuff. I could eat like that. My baby couldn't, and my mom being the type of is and grandparents she wasn't going for it so come on home until you can get on your feet and then it went from getting on your feet to get comfortable to now i'm too comfortable and i need to get back on my feet (laughs) stand up on my feet (laughs) because i'm dangling them right now i can stand up but i'm dangling them um take it right out see and the thing about it you well aware yeah, and that's the thing. When I talk, when I um, mentor the kids and even the young adults I work with, I'll say, you know, do you know what sin is? Okay. The thing about it, you know, children and fools are usually the one that's forgiven by the Lord because they are free of sin, meaning they don't know any better. Now, once you know better, you do better. You can do better. Okay. It's simple. It's just that simple. Now, you know it, you see it. Man, make use of it. Like use everything you're saying, man. You have this opportunity. Utilize it for the best way possible. You know, because um, this opportunity may not always be there for you. you. You you understand your privilege as well. So these are things that I enjoy that you're aware of, and you know you have the wisdom. You know you have the intelligence, but you're comfortable. I, I, and one thing I can say, I can I've been been guilty of it the same way. So I, I'm not coming off being judgmental towards anyone, but I understand it takes that work and you've seen it. But can you got to continue to push for it and build on it? You know, continue to build because even when you're saying you know you had to come back because of your baby, no, you came up because of your actions that made you come back. You know, it yeah. was, she didn't like, hey, mama, let's go home. Like you brought it, <laughs> you know. So. Yeah. 
now you hear when you start and you you got the wisdom for that you 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 got the juice you know it it's just when you want to own up to it and that's the maturity to another level you and, you and it's the work because it. it's easier said than done absolutely well absolutely i absolutely agree but once again you have a brand um i'm saying you you collabing with family you being thankful um for people to help out so i see that and i respect that and you know one thing i say my mother, you'll be she'll be so proud of you right now, okay? Because y'all, you have a lot of wisdom with you, and whatever you say, even when you're talking about the mental illness in our family, my mother had the same thing, and that's what I'm telling you. You take care of it, okay? You see it because um, sooner or later your child will start seeing certain things as well, and when they start replicating things and actions and behaviors, you you're just going to like, once again, it's going to take help because I struggle with depression as a child, you know, still struggle with depression. Now I'm one of those guys that I'm not bipolar, but I know when I'm not in the mood for something, I kind of shut down, even though like weeks, a couple weeks, like the past two, three weeks, I ain't been in the mood, but I still like, man, I got to get out of it, you know? Yeah. And that's, but that's the point that my wife may see it. Everybody else may not see it. I may seem right. like I'm cool. I may seem like I'm fine, but these things that we do experience in our family as well as in the world, and we are aware of it, and we got to continue to support each other within those ways. Sure. And we here. Okay. We here. So, man, you know, this has been a treat. This has been a pleasure. You know, we got to start talking more like this outside of everything culture and the making of you. You know, we here. But, you know, and once again, I, I told Trent, y'all got a lot of, you, it was him, not you. So I see y'all got the sense for it. And it make me feel I'm going to have to be hard on y'all now. Because y'all know better. Like, what's going on? But, you know, Brandy, I really would appreciate that. I love my mama to death. And like I say, she do. And she going to probably be like, ah, that's how you think of me when she Man, watches girl, I, If I was I'm punching your throat, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Look, last year in here, let me start getting my rent money to get. I was about to say, you might well, be homeless like, next month. Maybe come out in a couple a week or two. I was like, yeah, you might. I was like, you said what? I'm like, oh, okay, blood, okay, cool. But I do. So that piggybacks, it piggybacks on me saying my mom's still clean my room. No, because way. my mom is one of those people. <laughs> her just had this conversation. Man, when I, I tell you, I need to get my um broadcaster because I would definitely play the audio clip. Ain't no way, bro. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Ew. She did. As a matter of fact, her last time cleaning my room was last week. Like, it's like, I'm going to ask, or not even ask, she going to make a comment about it. I'll hear her. I'll do it or I don't do it. And I'll come home and she's done it. Uh, we're sharing offices right now with my business. Her office is my office right now. You know, I, I, once again, I follow. I, I saw the... I, 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 I pay attention. I see. I support. You know, I'm aware. But you know, you once again, you have a blessing. Utilize it. She does. She your biggest supporter. You know, she and is. you know, once again, she was um, she was the second. I'm bringing back the roses program. So you know, the campaign with everything culture. You know, and I'm dedicating it to um, Mrs. Yvonne Jackson, um, G Jack's mother. And mm-hmm. and she, you know, your mom already received it, you know, and it's just because you I recognize women. It is this is for giving people women their flowers while they're here. Women that actually step up, give back to the community, give to their family wholeheartedly. And, you know, we need more people like that. So let's not wait till they're gone, you know, to recognize them. Let's do it now. And right. so what's she doing right there for you? She that's what Mrs. Jackson used to do. Hey, she go support, support, support. Now, what you do with that support is on you, but you're here to support. It's like you get... That, that, that's the best way to say. I've been lucky enough to... I have not reached my full potential yet because I'm still going through it and growing through it. Yes. But I'm, I'm learning to utilize it because for years I didn't. And for years... Yeah. I didn't recognize it, but I'm getting more wiser and I'm recognizing it. And I'm like, Shayla, you're sleeping on yourself. You're staying with your mom right now. She'll help you take it, pick the baby up from school. Like you said, I have officially made it to where I no longer have to work full time. I can do my business and I can go to school in August. Mm-hmm. So that is my game plan. Me and my baby starting school in August. Love it. Love it. Okay. You know, we're here for it. We love it. We support it. We, we, once again, we support where support is needed, too. You know, we, we, we peep. Um, 
but before we get off, y'all, you know, once again, we y'all y'all to hear this whole conversation. I hope yeah, I know y'all still listening because y'all love us and we love y'all. But Shayla, where if you're trying to be found, where can everybody find you? You can find me on Instagram at b chic b e e c h i c underscore accessories, um, or you can find me on Facebook at Shayla Bagsby. Um, I don't have my web page just yet, but you'll be able to find me at bchicaccessories.org in the next week. That is my um, internet domain name is bchicaccessories.org. And that's where you'll be able to find me at. This is how you spell it. B-E-E-C-H-I-C. I'm going to put it all out. You know, I already got a commercial made for you, so you're good. So. Thank you. Shoot that to me. <laughs> okay. Okay. I got. Okay. I think y'all did the video for it too. I think, but I got you. I got you. So, <laughs> and as always, you can find us everything culture. That's E V E R Y T H A N G. Um, and we're on everywhere you can listen to a podcast. We're on YouTube. We're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Tumblr. Um, Twitter. You know, we all over. Yeah, we Spotify. Spotify, 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 iTunes, um, Red Circle, you know, we we out there, you know, Audible, you know, check us out and www.everythingculture.com. You know, we this where you can subscribe to us there. Um, You can donate. You can purchase merchandise. Um, Hopefully the new merchandise will be ready. But hey, pre-order. That's always what you need to do. Um, But yeah, we appreciate it, you know. Once again, thank you so much, Shayla. Hey, I love you. We love you. We're so proud of you. Keep pushing. Keep it moving. Make sure to tell the rest of your cousins to get ready. Okay. You know, this is rolling, you know, so we can get this thing going. So, hey, we appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much once again for listening to Everything Culture, the makings of Shayla, and peace.